Good evening, sir. Yo, yo, this is episode 99 of the Beef and Bitcoin podcast with your hosts, Brett and Happy Shilmore. <laughs> I love the name change. Uh, yeah, so this episode really, really just wanted to cover the uh, the Twitter hack that went down, the Twitter hack with the, with the Bitcoin giveaway scam. Uh, this happened last week. It was probably the wildest couple hours I've ever been glued to my phone watching what was uh, happening in real time. Um, definitely wild to see, but uh, how's it going, man? How was your weekend? It was good. Um, you know what's funny? Like I, I think I was like late on. I wasn't on Twitter at all, but like I started. To see, I saw someone uh, like one of the typical CT people. I think it was like Loom Dart mentioned something on Angelo's tweet, uh, which I think actually was one of the first ones according to the timeline. Yeah, it was the first one. Okay, it was the first one. Yeah. So I, yeah, he like Loom Dart commented something on that uh, from Twitter. That I don't even know if it's his handle still, but people know what I'm talking about if they know. And I was like, what the fuck? But I, I think I just like opened Twitter briefly and then reshut it. And then like I looked a few hours later and then it was clear that everyone was going crazy because, you know, the scams are back. But like, I guess to you and me and to most people who have been around for a long, long time, not even a long, long time, you know, three years, you know, it's pretty obvious. Right. You know, I mean, it's so I mean, that, that's the funny thing. Like you and I were talking about, like, I don't think anyone would normal would fall for this but i think to the average person seeing someone like what bill gates jeff bezos joe biden apple you know the all the blue check marks right i mean holy shit you know mike bloomberg <laughs> only yeah. trump only trump <laughs> there's no mm-hmm. trump yeah that, yeah that bitch is locked up tight you know you know his security's fucking a1 dude <laughs> yeah it might be or yeah it could be it could be <laughs> but uh yeah i guess for for anybody that doesn't know what happened i'll try to give a little bit of background uh 30 or so high profile twitter accounts were compromised and then uh, they started tweeting one of the Bitcoin scam, uh, Bitcoin giveaway scams where it's like, oh, you know, send me one Bitcoin, I'll send you two back. And you see a tweet like this coming from Elon Musk or uh, Kanye West or somebody you trust. And you're like, oh, maybe they're just trying to help out. You send a little bit of BTC that you have and you're hoping that you're going get, to get double back. It's an obvious scam. And I think the difference is this time around that it wasn't fake accounts that were tweeting the Bitcoin giveaway scams or it was the actual account. So um, I guess that's one of the main differences. I can't believe somebody actually pulled it off. But uh, over 17 Bitcoin was sent to all the various addresses. And it looks like the person's now trying to use uh, mixers and um, move some coins around. So it doesn't look too promising for this guy. But, you know, you had mentioned Angelo BTC and I I'm surprised that he was the very first person to have their account compromised. It seems that seems really unique. Like of all of all people, you went with him, thinking you might be able to get people to sign up for your trading service or a trading room is pretty much what the tweet was. Um, I'm I was a little shocked that would be the first one you go to. So it seems like the hacker had intimate knowledge of like the Bitcoin Twitter space or crypto Twitter space uh, to like target him first, but. Yeah, I mean, they they got all the big accounts. They did even uh, Binance, Coinbase, Bitfinex, Charlie Lee, CZ. I mean, I, you can see how that's just absolutely wild if you're, those actual profiles are tweeting uh, the Bitcoin giveaway scams. Well, think about it if you don't know, if you have no clue. If right, never, of course. You, especially think about the people outside of like crypto Twitter, which is everyone, because it's, it's such a small, you know, there's probably, what, a thousand people that are pretty active in that space, you know, between Bitcoin and crypto, Twitter, all that whole, you know, thing. 
Maybe, right. it's probably maybe a few. it's really not yeah, yeah it's really not yeah. that many anymore and okay sure there's probably a few more but really active and so outside of that space which is a few million people if not more active on twitter are seeing these posts and you gotta imagine i mean one again the whole bitcoin scam thing think about this though the hardest part about this is the average person's never done a bitcoin transaction like this so having to do it in that sense is nearly impossible for them you know what i mean like put, yeah you know, copy i wonder how many address. Right, right. I wonder how many of the people who got scammed didn't have Bitcoin before the scam. Like they actually went to buy it and do it. But think about the process to go do that. If you don't have access, like unless you no, had already Coinbase, Coinbase, Square. But how can you can you uh, send money off Square in that uh, sense with Bitcoin? You can you can send Bitcoin from Cash App, but that's a good point. I I guess I didn't think of that. Usually it would take at least twenty four hours to like buy Bitcoin, get verified, and actually be able to withdraw. I'm not sure if Cash App can do it that fast, maybe. But um, actually, from from what I remember seeing when this was going on, um, certain exchanges like Coinbase actually were, were blacklisting the 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 like deposit address that the tweets had on there so like if you if you um were on coinbase saw elon musk tweet the bitcoin giveaway scam and you wanted to send him bitcoin from coinbase they would actually like block that transaction from even happening um so that should it's it's, i'm glad that they did that but it's also a good check to remember that um your uh third parties are um trusted third parties are security holes so like it's not your bitcoin if it's on coinbase and they can prevent you from sending it to a particular address so keep in mind um that like it's cool that they did that to prevent people from getting scammed but uh make sure you understand that trade-off yeah uh i was gonna add on and this wasn't my original idea i saw someone tweet this but i kind of ran with it and we talked about this before uh, whoever the hacker was, they could have made so much more money. And the person basically said they should have just been, you know, they should have been hacking CEO, C, CFO, et cetera, accounts of, you know, stocks or whatever, you know, various public companies, you know, and you could have had the easiest pump or dump manip- manipulation in the world. You know, you could have tweeted something from Tim Cook, you know, absolutely crazy and bought, you know, OTM, you know, out of the money, Apple calls or puts, depending on how you, you know, are trying to play it, you know, saying something very bullish or very bearish and just things like that and played. I mean, there are so many implications or again, in smaller stocks where you could cause more movement or smaller market caps per se. Um, and so I thought that was pretty interesting and a valid point because I think, I don't think they made that much money. I think they kept the, like Larry Cermak has a thing here. Yeah, it was only like $160,000. That's like, eh, that's really not that much. That's not. You know, I mean, honestly, even better off like going and robbing a local bank. <laughs> like, I hate to say that. Like, like yeah, <laughs> like a like a Brinks truck. Yeah, you literally would have been better off robbing a Brinks truck because at least at least you would know everything would have been tracked. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, I guess the reason. Well, it's actually when you think about that. If you're like, all right, I want to do something to make a quick hundred and fifty grand, yeah. it's easier, cheaper, and quicker to try to <laughs> do like a Bitcoin giveaway scam. I guess the tricky part was um, actually getting the credentials to like perform the hack. But I, I actually have that in my notes to go over. But you know, thinking about this, um, there's so many different things the the guy could have done. Like you said, like you know, taking options plays or something like that to maybe be a little bit more discreet. Um, but 
when you think about that, do you think this is ultimately a, a good thing or a bad thing for Bitcoin? Because there's a lot of debate going on. Obviously, like right as this happening, you know, everybody's jumping in. This is this is good for Bitcoin. This is bad for Bitcoin. You know, on one hand, tens of millions of people who follow the big accounts may have just heard about Bitcoin for the first time. Like, oh, what's that? Uh, and then on the other hand, it's like, <laughs> in hindsight, it's clearly a scam, which, you know, does does having Bitcoin associated with a scam um, end up being uh, more of a negative thing? But, you know, on one hand, with tens of millions of people hearing about Bitcoin potentially for the first time, I don't know, maybe a very, very small fraction of them will ask the question, you know, why did the hackers ask for Bitcoin? Um, and why can't you just get that Bitcoin back? You know, like may maybe a few of them will make the connection and end up falling down the rabbit hole. Um, maybe that's wishful thinking, but um, I don't know. What, what do you think about it? Good thing, bad thing for Bitcoin? You know, I was going to say, I think throughout this whole event, it really hasn't been that big of a deal. You know, I think almost more neutral. I mean, yeah, did it give it some... Uh, if you want to ask, like, okay, is it? I think it's better than nothing because it gave again people like, holy shit, Bitcoin pops up in the news again, and mm -hmm. it's still alive, you know, type of thing to the average person. You know, right. oh my gosh, look at you know Kanye West tweeted about Bitcoin scam, and oh, it's still alive. You know, the people who haven't you know heard about Bitcoin in a few years. Um, I don't think it's really that negative. I mean, it's pretty obvious what happened, uh, and maybe that's just me. And again, I don't think it's that big because it's like again 160 grand it's not that much money it's not like a um i can't even think of the exchange you know mount gox it's not like a mount gox or like right. you know a major you know exchange just got hacked or something and and tens if not hundreds of millions are gone and you know yeah uh, that's that's the way <laughs> no, I that, that's a good point and i think one of the differences this time big around is event. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it was a big news event in terms of no price. Like, like, dude, the price didn't yeah, move. Nothing. The happened. price didn't move. Right. So I mean, like, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> no, you know, it's true. It's true. Bitcoin was relatively unaffected. Right, I mean, right. it, that's kind of it. Um, I did notice that. I did notice <laughs> that um, a few a few people came back quickly, kind of to to Bitcoin's defense. Uh, even one of them was like a. I think a politician saying something like this isn't Bitcoin's fault. And uh, somebody made a good analogy and I couldn't find I couldn't find it. But it was like saying calling this a Bitcoin scam is like calling a Nigerian prince email scam a USD scam. You no, know what I mean? Same, it's just, no, that's the same exact thing. It'd be like someone, you know, bitching yeah. about PayPal, you know, like an eBay scam or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. And even the fact that the the term and the delivery of trying to explain what happened is that um, it's not super accurate. And it, I can see how it's it's taken negatively, but people can't really think that through. It's like, oh, Bitcoin scam, Bitcoin bad. You yeah. know, you, I could see how you could get into that kind of circular thought process there. But I don't know. But, um, you know, digging a little deeper, though, do you think do you think this could have been a part of something bigger? Um, there was, you know, one of the thoughts was, OK, what else were they going for? Was this was the whole Bitcoin scam just a diversion for something else? And there's speculation like, oh, they were going through for um, high profile Twitter accounts, DMs. Right. So they can get blackmail on them from maybe things that they've said or pictures they posted to um, to other people uh, and use that as some sort of um, ransom or for, for blackmail. Uh, do you think it could have been something bigger than that? 
um, is this is this what you're the blacklisting? Is that what you're talking about here? The shadow. Well, I mean, I mean, like you know that that was definitely one of the other things that came out of it. If you can assume that you know all the all the images are legit, but um, I, I don't know. Is it what's the likelihood that the Bitcoin giveaway scam was a diversion and they were actually going after something else more valuable? You know what? You could be one hundred percent right, and I didn't even think about that in that aspect. That it was more of a cover up. Because that, that's all the news has been this Bitcoin scam on Wednesday, and everyone blew up about that. And in reality, you know, we could get really speculative here. Look at what's been happening lately with the whole Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell thing. You know, I don't know what can of worms that unearths, but again, this whole thing could be a whole can of worms that could be unearthed. Because I didn't even think about the data access side to the DMs and stuff like that. You know? Right. <laughs> and, and how many of these people have the same passwords on multiple accounts or something like that? that i didn't think of yeah it's true so i mean this could you know this could be far beyond that i did not think about that at all so that's a very valid point this this could have been complete diversion and if that was the case it was a very fucking good diversion because all of twitter was talking about this for full 20 plus four hours you know and it was a and there was nothing else you know what i mean Right. You, you don't know how much information was downloaded from particular accounts, what they're doing with it. Um, does anybody know that the stuff was downloaded? Things like that. I mean, it, it's speculation here, but um, it's trying to think a little bit deeper of <laughs> could it have been something else? I, on one hand, I, you know, one hand, it seems obvious that it could be. But on the other hand, <laughs> the fact that Angelo was the first tweet like makes me think that it wasn't because I feel like that's too niche of a person to like compromise their account and send it or or even like some of the some of the Twitter personal or Bitcoin personalities like Charlie Lee. It seems um, it seems weird that they would use those like they almost they knew a lot, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm not giving them enough credit. I don't know. So I know we probably weren't going to talk about this, but can we talk about just the fact that Elon Musk has been basically pumping Dogecoin, like putting <laughs> it up? Like the SEC hasn't said shit to him. I know it's not part of the SEC, but I do remember like the SEC and CFTC were the ones handling the whole crypto space. If you remember, mm-hmm. if I, correct me if I'm wrong, but like that was like uh, Senator Jay Clayton, and I can't remember the other dude's name. He was the former SEC chair. Bald um, uh... dude, glasses. Gio, Giancarlo something. Giancarlo, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't think of his, uh, he was I can't cool, chill think dude. of it either. Uh, he was a really chill dude, but uh, and there was Jay Clayton from the uh, I want to say SEC, but um, anyways, like, what the fuck is going on? Elon has been talking about Dogecoin, like, and like, because I know people have DM'd me about it before or mentioned it to me. And I'm like, fuck, and these people have no fucking clue what they're, you know, they're just buying Dogecoin because it's been getting mentions, you know. Wow, I didn't realize that you were getting DMs for that. I only got like a few, not many, not many, just a few. But yeah, I mean, it started with Elon uh, tweeting about it, and that's when it started. You know, well, because people fucking, you know, idolize Elon to another, you know, dimension. Well, well, you know, the, what what I kind of saw too, and I I don't even know if I have this as a topic to cover, but I, I guess we can talk about it now. Was that the the whole Dogecoin stuff was going around on TikTok too, and like oh yeah, it was Doge, the millions TikTok of people on TikTok are making Doge videos. It's being pumped, and then I, I, I feel like it was more Elon was memeing was okay. memeing them. You know, I had no I had no clue. Yeah, and then someone yeah, they, someone told me about Chainlink today. I don't know how much he's. I mean, I know he's been crypto and he's been holding it for a while, but again, um, that might be a top, a top five. Maybe I'm wrong, but 
Oh, okay. So the fact that you're hearing about the chain link pump from someone. I've, yeah. Okay. That yeah, makes sense. I'm trying on the freaking USD. There we go. I didn't realize the that. The long term, you dude, it's, yeah, it's pumping right now. Yeah. I didn't realize that, um, I don't know, th- that chain link was even pumping. And I think it's probably because I've removed myself from I, like altcoin I, casino, so <laughs> like shit. I only see land. things pop up, you know, because I follow quite a few people of charts. And so I see things pop up or people mention things. But yeah. like from the December 18 low, it's up 4,300% USD. So yeah, that's, that's <laughs> so why I, I will I, say so, that. Yeah. Oh, no, I was going to go, go ahead and finish your thing. No, I was going to say people do DM me about chain like on the crypto humor page a lot. Yeah, um, I was, I was and have historically for like, yeah, I was for like the last, I don't even know, six free months alpha, or man. a year or something. Free alpha. <laughs> oh, man. No, it's, it's again, like, I think because I saw someone mention recently, like, Ripple and Litecoin were, like, just fucking, like, have, were the worst performers of this year. You know, that's what I yeah. saw. And I, and I think that makes, I've, I've looked at the charts, you know, periodically, and I've know you know, they haven't done shit, really. I mean, they had a little bit of a pump, but nothing compared to anything else. No, it, and, it really seems like there's still one last kind of flush <laughs> left of people so, who just, no, like. No, and I wonder. I wonder if that, you know, for Litecoin and Ripple, if that, you know, if there's any recovery from this or is it just a slow grind back to their, you know, before pump? Because Ripple went down pretty low, like for like unseen numbers since like the spring of 2017, like below the fucking like 15 cent low of all most of like the second half of 2017. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me wonder, like, even is the DeFi pump like about to be over? Is the chain link pump about to be over? Is is there one last flush of all the malinvestment and excess left before, you know, the, the confidence shifts again and people are actually turning bullish? Uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Or or is this are these little pumps the indicator of where, where we're heading in the future? I, I, I still can't tell. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm curious. Yeah, no, is the, is the beginning of something that more to come? Right, or is this and again, the end like of every like... time I feel like people like people will shit on Ripple or something, and I have no, you know, horse in that race. I don't own any, but like, I think of the times like in S- September of 2018 when Ripple pumped from like 20 cents to like a buck in a day or something. It was like 75 cents. It was something stupid. Do you remember that? It was like yeah, one day. Yeah. It went up like fucking. Yeah, it was there. September of. It was the most stupid day ever. It was like, it was like, it was like fucking whatever. Everyone thought it was alt season again because it went up from oh, yeah, twenty six. <laughs> I remember to that alt Yeah, it went up. You know, one hundred and eighty four percent and peaked the trough in like three days. People were like, "What's going on?" And that was it. You know, and then it just went all the way, bled all the way back to where it began and below that in the you know March dump. Right. So I mean, I just. It'd be interesting to see if there's something more to this because, again, I feel like when people start to shit on something, it just does something stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know no, how that, that works. That, that's a good point. I'm, I'm the best counter indicator for a lot of stuff. So it's like, <laughs> it's okay. I, I am try, too. <laughs> I try to like, I try to be mindful of that. But I, it, I'm it, also curious because, on one hand, even like from uh, like coworkers and stuff like that, and his friends that are like a group of investors have been talking about bitcoin a lot more recently so i don't i don't wonder if it's like it's here or there new people are showing up or is this really the beginning of like that new base of people who get who are the people who are like getting in just as the bull market's kind of getting ready to do its thing um it seems like signups are up across exchanges 
Uh, I've heard stuff out of Swan, like a ton of people are DCAing now. Sounds like new people are coming in. Um, the I think I have it as a topic to talk about next week, but Grayscale did like almost a billion last quarter in like new inflows. So I, I don't know. It, it, it could it could be um, the start of something. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Nine green two-week candles in a row for the NASDAQ right now. And I wouldn't be surprised just because we closed green this week. I wouldn't be surprised if we print another green one. This is getting ridiculous, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, the fundamentals do not matter. And I'm wondering if the S&P and the Dow Jones will print a new high. I know this is not our topic today, but it, I mean, it's it's everything. Because if stocks shit the bed and, like, bonds decide to shit the bed like they did in fucking whatever, the start of the year, you know, everything fucking goes to shit. You know, everything. Crypto, precious metals, commodities. <laughs> like, dude, the whole fucking world. Like, dude, we got we got... We got a brief picture of like shit hitting the fan and stuff kind of normalizing. You know, maybe not normalizing it as like I have, we have to wear masks outside and increase surveillance state, but like, you know, like stocks, you know, volatility is kind of simmered down and we're just going up. We're printing new highs mainly. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I think this is probably a good way to like um, kind of wrap this one up and the, Mac, the backdrop into like going into next week. It's just been insane. A ton of excess. Um, more, so it's like literally uh, no, it's just the, fucking sheer insanity. <laughs> yeah, money printer go burr. Um, it, there's a lot of euphoria. It seems like it's really picking up. And I, I wonder if um, some of that excess is going into these weird niche alt pumps. I, I don't know. Even we talked about Tesla last week. Like, is like are those early signs of you know what's to come? It, it, it's really hard to say, think- but yeah. I was going to say, do you think people could handle like us printing like four red candles to zero to end the year? <laughs> like, dude, okay, we saw oil go to zero, dude. There's nothing, nothing is impossible. I know that was because of the futures rollover contract, but still, like, people, like, could you just imagine just four fucking red monthly sticks to fucking zero after this monthly closes? <laughs> I can't. Just, dude, Tesla, like, it's a cult. It's a cult. And that's the problem. You know, price goes, price drives adoption and price makes people think they're right. And we know how that ends, you know. Yeah, as as much as I am so um, internally battling with like <laughs> my thoughts on Tesla, because like even I was just in one this this past weekend. Uh, a friend of ours has one with like the full self driving and stuff, and it was pretty sick when he turned it, when he turned it on. I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. I can't believe the car can you know drive itself. I was actually pretty impressed. Yeah. Um, so like I I know that it's not the scam in in. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example, but I can't. It's not comparable in this game. Like the cars actually exist, even though there's so many weird red flags that come along with <laughs> Tesla, including accounting issues like announcements of products that may never exist, all kinds of wacky stuff. And then you look at the the price of it, and it doesn't make sense because it's like the most valuable automobile maker on the planet. This, this chart's <laughs> going to be studied, dude, for years to come. Yeah, and so like, and and I think that's where you make a good point. Like when you sit back and look at the chart and look at it, you know, outside of, you know, price predictions and all this stuff, it's like when you look at the backdrop of, you tell the story of what happened to Tesla in 2019 and 2020, and we're talking about, 
um, you know, all of the credit expansion, the money printing, trillions being added to central banks across the world. And like you can see it playing out on different charts, <laughs> like in different commodities, like the response of what's been happening from a macro landscape. So it is fascinating to look at. It's still a $278 billion market cap. It was over $300 billion at, at like when it got up to almost $1,800. It's insane. It's larger than all three American automakers by market cap. So FCA, GM, Ford. And then you think, I think it, and then you can include in that like Daimler, Mercedes Daimler. I think like even Volkswagen and like BMW. It's fucking insane. It makes yeah. it. it this won't last, you know, I, it, it could go to fucking 5,000 for all I care, but at some point it's going to go back so fucking hard and there's going to be so many tears shed. On, <laughs> there's, trust me, there are people buying this at fucking $1,500 a share that think it's going to be there for a long time. It's not, <laughs> it, yeah. you know, we may, we may spend another, you know, two or three weeks, but I'm telling you, <laughs> like, that's the maximum this will be there. And that's just distribution that's people have been holding this for a while like holy fuck i'm getting out of this thing you know right. smart money exiting is dumb money thinks we're going to just because this is not there's nothing sustainable about this and anyone with a rational mind would be selling the fuck out of their position at fifteen hundred dollars a share because they're like wait tesla the, the company that makes less than one percent of the cars in the world is now valued at more than like larger than six of like the largest automakers in the world makes zero yeah. sense yeah from a fundamental standpoint and, and i might be wrong i might yeah. be five sorry five or six i don't care it doesn't there's zero fundamental sense here people are going to come back to their senses real quick when when price starts going down real quick trust me when this thing plummets people's minds are going to change about tesla yeah yeah it's going to be um it's going to be really interesting to watch i actually heard one of, one of my buddies he said he uh his friend sold their tesla stock and like bought a model y <laughs> like recently just like that's what they did they cashed out their tesla stock to buy a, a tesla and i was like hmm, man that might have been an end up being a smart move in hindsight you never know yeah. um <laughs> yeah but uh that was good this is a good one dude i think that was probably a good way to wrap this one up um, way to start the week technically it's sunday and so yeah week. yeah yeah i'm pumped for next week it's gonna be a wild ride um i'm probably not ready for it but it is what it is and we'll we'll talk about it we'll talk never, about it never next week. can be who knows it's 20 fucking 20 and we're just anything over half over. literally yeah. anything can happen anything is on the table you haven't figured it out yet anything is on the table for 2020 no you're right anything's on the table <laughs> uh make sure to uh like and subscribe on youtube Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, shoot us a DM. Let us want you to know. Let us know what you want us to talk about. We do appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, stay safe out there and, and buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. Yeah, hang on. <laughs>